Hey yo, it's Gpaw. Microtest TDD is a gray box testing approach, neither entirely inside nor outside of the code it tests. Let's talk that over. In the 70s, an important movement developed in testing theory called black box testing. The idea is straightforward. We can prove our software works by treating it as a closed opaque container with only some knobs and meters on the front panel of it, a black box. The tests we write don't know what is inside the box. They only know the specification of how the surface controls are supposed to work. If they don't work that way, it's a fail. And if they do work that way, it's a pass. This idea has great merit under certain circumstances. It also has a kind of intellectual simplicity and purity that is profoundly pleasing to both the theorist and the newcomer. Quote, it's just that simple, close quote. It also received considerable backing from the socio-technical circumstances surrounding it. It allows a division of labor, for instance. There are testers and there are developers and never the twain shall meet. And at the time, it was also, by and large, viable. We could do it. It really only has two weaknesses. First, it lends itself too readily to what I'll call legalistic behavior. And second, it has an unavoidable nonlinear cost factor correlated to combinatorics. Notice that both of those weaknesses loom far larger today than they did when the idea was born and popularized. Modern software development is very different from that of 40 years ago in two ways that really hack at those two flaws. First, modern development is dramatically more collaborative than it was in 1980. When I started, it was routine to see major software packages written entirely by a single individual. That is almost never the case today. Second, modern development is dramatically more combinatorically complex than in 1980. My first word processor slash spreadsheet slash database app ran in 32 kilobytes of memory. I doubt there's a single app on your phone, let alone your computer, that is that small. And that size translates directly to combinatorics. Okay, let's consider the legalism flaw. What do I mean? The black box model involves two players with two artifacts between them. A tester and a developer are divided by a box and a formal spec. In theory, that is all it takes to do this kind of testing. The spec is a kind of contract. It contains lots of little formal details. To serve its purpose, it must be intricate and complete and it must spell everything out. And the players must agree about the meaning and the importance of every one of those details. If they don't agree, remember, that's the difference between pass and fail, which is a very high stakes game. If you think this is a recipe for progress, I would advise you to spend a little time with the tax code in your nation, state, province, county, or town. A real world example of this, the spec was the old report, which drew the column headers rotated 90 degrees. The team came to the customer after two weeks and told him they still weren't done. Surprising, because he'd seen a data correct version on the second day of development. The problem? Their PDF writer library could not rotate the text. I cannot readily or politely express the customer's indifference to the rotation of the header text. But it was in the spec. Legalism like this acts in lots of different ways to slow us down. In that time, it was implementation, but it's an ever-present tax we pay in planning. Modern software development has so many people in it, the, the business of drawing up, managing, changing, and negotiating formal contracts just 
explodes. What about combinatorics? Here, a simple example will suffice. Suppose the outcome of a procedure depends on five independent Boolean flags, A, B, C, D, and E. Each processed element has an arbitrary mix of those five flags. To test every combination, it takes two to the fifth tests, 32. That's doable. But of course, for every additional flag we add, we double that number. If the values are partitioned into more than just the two that you get with Booleans, it gets even thicker, and it does it fast, much faster than a straight line. A simple web page with 10 fields and an average partitioning off per field of three takes about 60,000 tests to cover completely. To quote one of the great sages from my youth, Rutro, the size of modern applications isn't just number of bytes, it's combinatorics. As with so many of these curves, we see that when the problem gets bigger, the test numbers get bigger-er. They explode, and rapidly, more rapidly than we can possibly handle. As we wrestle with this, so we begin to ease in to the gray box concept. Remember our five independent variables? What if variable A's value, when true, dominates the other values? That is, if A is true, then we always return the answer zero. That, obviously, is in the spec. Does that change the number of tests we have to write to get perfect coverage? It does not. Seems like it would. It seems like you'd now only have to have 2 to the 4th plus 1 equals 17 tests. But it doesn't. Why not? Because you're not allowed to know what means that box is using to produce a result. If my internal mechanism was borked, it could return a zero for one true value of A in your one extra test, but then return 42 for all the other cases where A is true. You would pass the app, but the app would be broken. Dagnabbit! Now think for a minute how a competent geek would code this. She'd say, if A is true, return zero, before she ever even entered the rest of the B, C, D, E logic, right? Well, of course she would. Geeks are crazy. They're not stupid. You can guess the geek will solve it this way. And it's a good bet. But here's the thing. You cannot possibly know this without looking inside the box. An apocryphal story here, usually told of George Bernard Shaw. He asks the woman sitting next to him if she'll sleep with him for a million pounds. And she says, yes. He says, well, how about for five pounds? She says, what kind of person do you think I am, sir? He says, madam, we've already established what you are. Now we're just haggling. If you are willing to ship at 17 tests, we've already established what we are. And now we're just haggling. Gray box tests, the kind of microtesting TDD or writes, are tests that look like they're black box, but don't fully cover the combinatorics because they cheat. They look inside the box to establish what needs to be tested. Gray box tests are inherently risky. They are, by definition, not covering the full range of combinatorics. Repeat that to yourself. Gray box testing is risky. It has to be. The problem is there's no other way. Black box testing so quickly explodes it is not remotely viable. So, from the beginning, if we adopt gray box testing, we're taking a risk and we're relying on our judgment. And we're doing this because we're in this for the money. 
That's two of five underlying premises that are underplayed in TDD circles. And we're about to mention another here. If there's a, a strip the A first part of the code, we're safe with our 17 tests. If there's not, we're not. Now we can look at the code and see that, and that is the beginning of the gray box. But we can do even more than that. Now that we've bitten the bullet of risk and judgment and money, we can test exactly that the A case is split off. If we write our code to explicitly strip that case, we can test it at the micro level to confirm that that's what really happens. To do this, we lean on another of the five underplayed premises, the steering premise. Tests and testability are first-class citizens in design. If you want to know that A stripping happens, build the code in one of several ways to make it impossible not to happen. And, of course, test it. Remember our conversation about implicit understanding versus explicit code? Once we get past the simple case of Booleans, we enter complex flows of intricate state and values with a variable amount of dependence from 0 to 1. There, concepts like state machines and strategies and null objects and the whole rest of the gang of four patterns represent sophisticated answers to creating gray box testability at an affordable cost. It gets quite challenging and, to be perfectly frank, pretty entertaining too. The modern synthesis of software development, including ideas like TDD, microtesting, continuous integration, refactoring, continuous deployment, is all a rich, developing, judgment-centric set of answers to these very complicated problems. So, microtest TDD relies on the usage of a gray box testing style. The tests read like they're black box, but they're written using white box info, things only someone inside the code could know. We do this risky, judgment-centered thing to ship more value faster. I'm Jeepa. Thanks for listening. Hey folks, the Change Harvesting Camarada, an informal gathering of change harvesters, is open. Come to gpahill.org slash camarada and check it out. Join today. The first 50 yearly members get a personal consultation with me, Chipa. Thanks. <laughs>